You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. South Africa's great white shark population is heading for possible extinction after a rapid decline in numbers. A study of the country's coastal waters conducted by researchers at the Stellenbosch University concluded that the numbers of great white sharks are alarmingly low. The study was carried out in the Hansby area near Cape Town, a popular cage shark diving spot and along the country's coastline. Marine biologists at the Stellenbosch University and commercial diver studying great white sharks around the coast of South Africa, Dr. Sara Andriotti, who led the study, says that trophy hunting, population, shark nets and baited hooks were among the reasons for the decline. She now joins us on the line. Doctor, very good morning to you and welcome. Thank you very much, Elvis. Please tell us a little bit more about your study and expand on the time when you concluded the findings and what are the current numbers of the white shark population along South Africa's coastline? Well, the study you're talking about is something we published back in 2016 and the data uh, dated back to 2012. So we are talking about 10 years ago already. And I'm Italian. I came to South Africa to study white sharks because I thought I'm coming to the great white shark capital of the world, and I was expecting to work with thousands of these um, incredible animals. And the first thing I had to do was basically counting them. And I could do so by taking good, high-quality photo of the dorsal fin because they work like fingerprint. Every white shark have a different pattern on their dorsal fin that allows researchers to distinguish them from one another. Mm. And when I counted that, I couldn't get past um, 426. Uh, and I, then I started recapturing, re-seeing, re-photographing the same individuals coming back to hands by over and over. And that, yeah, was the first signal that something was terribly wrong. Mm. Now let's look at what causing the shark numbers to decline. You mentioned that it, it could be trophy hunting, shark nets and baited hooks, or are there perhaps additional factors for this decline, such as our own population growth, which now stands at 62 million people? Yes. Look, it is um, it's tricky because these animals are at the top of the food chain to the marine environment. They are not supposed to have bigger predator on top of them that um, act like humans do. Uh, so if you combine all of these uh, activities, human activities, pollution of the water, um, trophy hunting, shark nets that we have in Durban uh, to kill them, and bycatch and overfishing of their food resources, which are other sharks, more than, other, more than sea lions, as people normally think. Um, combine all of that together, then also we had few orcas, uh, two of them that uh, didn't help at all and killed some white sharks as well in the last uh, few years, six years. Of course, you know, these populations can't, can't cope forever with this kind of pressure. 
Now, Doctor, this shark movements, what is the domino effect that their depopulation is having on the entire ecosystem? Oh, it's massive. Because um, as soon as you take out the biggest predator from the ecosystem, the next level, and in, in the ocean, in our case, I'm talking about sea lion, dolphins, other species of sharks, they're not just going to increase in number, they're going to also go and swim in areas that in the past they would avoid, uh, fearing the bigger predator. So now you're in a situation where all of the other predators start swimming in everywhere, and they are going to have an effect to the lower level of the food chain, which is going to deplete the, the lower level. And the lower level happen to be the fishes that we also want to eat. So we will have an economical impact on the South African um, fishing industry. Uh, there will be a, an ecosystem unbalance with some level of the food chain increasing and others going depleted uh, all the way down to the, oxygen, um, to the oxygen level. And truth is we don't know the detail of how much the damage will, will be in the long term. But we do know that it's not going to be good. Let's look at that damage, because when you started off, when you started off the research, you were talking about 400. Were you able to determine with your extensive research how many white sharks still remain around our coastline now? No. Uh, I have a student now, that Megan Maroon. She did an incredible good work with her master project. And well, I can anticipate that she uh, counted a lot less sharks than I did 10 years ago. Uh, we are busy getting the publication together, getting it published, so that we have the numbers in peer-reviewed. Uh, but observation like in Falls Bay, they haven't seen sharks for the last uh, about four years. Would they see them sporadically in Kansai? Uh, of course, in this area, now, as I said, the next group of sharks, the, like bronze whaler and um, seven gills, especially brown whalers. They increase their number, uh, and they do come closer to the vessels that do cage diving. So at least the cage diving industry could, can still survive and bring tourists out and contribute to the local economy thanks to the other sharks. But the chances of seeing white sharks in this area are now is now very, very small. Has government intervened in any way to ensure the steady improvement of shark protection and their numbers? Um, no, the government organized a workshop in 2020 um, calling few experts in the field, but not all of them. And they look at um, the number. They decided that the two orca um, that I mentioned earlier um, are the problem because, of course, that will take the responsibility away from the people. You know, all, all of the action we could actually do to make things better um, gets ignored. We just we can blame the orca. We can say it was natural, and no further action was taken. Now, Dr. Andreotti, you are also one of the co-inventors of the Shark Safe Barrier. How does this initiative aim to protect and minimize the shark to human interaction in South African beaches and, and also avoid the killing of sharks and the already declining white shark population? So as it go, because my job was counting these animals and I saw there weren't many, we looked into all the threats. And one of the easiest 
you know, the low-hanging fruit, the easiest threat for South African white shark to remove would be the shark net and the drum line, which are fishing gear that we've been deploying in the coast of Durban on 46 beaches since 1950. There used to be just this shark net, and you must imagine this fishing gear not as something that keeps sharks away from people. They don't, they're not a continuous net that fences off people from sharks. They are deployed at a certain level in the water column, not continuously, with the concept, which is very outdated, I'm talking about a 1950 concept, that the more sharks we kill, the less shark-human encounter we're going to see. And that didn't change since 1950. Uh, the only thing they changed is replacing some of the shark nets with baited hooks called drumline, where only sharks or mostly sharks will get killed, and the whales and turtles and dolphins that get normally trapped in the other gear in the, in the shark net will be uh, caught a, little, a lot less. So this concept, the more shark we kill, the better our tourism is what we are trying to change with the shark area. So what are your recommendations in terms of how do we save our shark population? Um, I would like to see everything happening at once. Uh, at the moment, of course, there is a debate whether it's overfishing, or it's probably the drum line, or maybe it is, you know, there is big fight of what the, the biggest culprit will be. Um, the reality is we should move and start getting all of these problems fixed altogether. Uh, removing shark nets from Durban and the drum line would be a great step. Um, the reason why we started the shark and barrier is that if the government is and the municipality are worried about the local tourism, we now have an innovative technology that we tested with white sharks and bull sharks to keep sharks separated from people without harming the marine life. So that is where our barrier can come in to fence off sharks from a beach. Um, I would like to see more observers on fishermen vessels. Uh, I would like to see less pollution uh, or uh, try to fish less, a lot less uh, shark uh, from the domestic uh, fishery. So there is a lot. I think we should do, and sorry to say that, but we should do all of that all at once and pray that this animal can rebound. I thank you so much, Doctor, for your time. Ah, you're most welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. Dr. Sarah Andriotti, a marine biologist with Stellenbosch University studying great white sharks around the coast of South Africa. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.